Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Roberto. And this is how we this Netflix. This is how we Netflix. <laughs> it was a much sadder, like, version of our normal. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're already dreading having to do this movie. We we're dreading this already. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Welcome to How We Netflix, a podcast where, kind of whenever we feel like doing a show, we dive into the vastness of Netflix to review the strange and unusual in search of those few hidden gems. Our reviews do contain spoilers, so if you haven't watched the film yet, you may want to hit the pause button and do that now. This week, we are reviewing Sean Baker's 2015 film, Tangerine. So imagine if you took all of the charm out of Pretty Woman and replaced it with trashy rage and dubstep, and Julia Roberts was actually a trans woman who spent the entire movie yelling while simultaneously looking completely disengaged. Now combine that image with the notion that the city of L.A. is just a pile of discarded heroin addicts dressed in fishnets and the scent of shameless unwashed genitals, then you would end up with the mess of this movie. I mean, sounds about right. Is that the Netflix summary? <laughs> it should be. It definitely should be. I may uh, I may have some strong opinions about this movie. So it had a budget of $100,000 and was shot using three iPhone 5s. Yes. Which so, you know, it's not super surprising that the quality of the film is rather lacking. Uh, and yet it managed to gross over $900,000 at the box office during its very limited theatrical release. So not necessarily a huge hit, but considering the films that we've watched prior to this, it at least made money. Yeah, so, that's a good thing. Versus good what job. we saw one that made like, what, $20? Uh, yeah, most. I feel like most of our films have lost money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Starring uh, Katana, Kiki, Rodriguez, all the names. Yeah. Maya Taylor and James Ronson. Is that how you say his name? I thought Ransone. Ransone. That's probably more right. Yeah. Which, what the fuck? Like, he must have lost a bet to show up in this movie. Like, there's no way he belongs here. Yeah. he And he's he's a pretty good actor, too. Yeah. So he his previous credits are, um, he was in uh, Inside Man as one of the bank heist guys. Yep. Steve-O. Um, he was uh, in Sinister and Sinister 2. Yep. He... Uh, made an appearance in Old Boy as the Doctor, and he's also scheduled to play Eddie in the new It movie. Yeah, so he's 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 getting there. Yeah, you're above this. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> so, Tangerine is a story. Can we say it's a story? Yeah, I guess sure. it's a it's a narrative. It's a it's a thing that happens uh, about a transgender prostitute who goes on a mission to find her pimp slash boyfriend who has apparently been cheating on her while she's been serving time in prison. And it originally premiered at the 2015 Sundance Festival as part of the Next program, and I forgot to look up what that stood for. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, eh, something. Something about entertainment, I'm sure. But it somehow received critical acclaim for its bold casting and modern filmmaking techniques, which I didn't realize that making a movie on your iPhone was suddenly a filmmaking technique. <laughs> I guess... I mean, I guess you got to commend them a little bit because, you know, to be honest, the quality of the film doesn't say iPhone. I mean, it's it's better than what I think an iPhone, but it's still not great. Yeah, I was going to say it's yeah. bad, but it's not like phone bad. So, and, and I also feel like we take a lot of creative liberties like naming 
when people do like the shaky cam and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. calling it artsy and creative. And it's like, sure. uh, it's been done and it's sure. been a little overdone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess at least this isn't first person <laughs> shot, but it's, uh, it's still rough. Yeah. So, you know, certainly we have to applaud the decision to focus on a transgender lead would played by an actual trans woman, Scarlett Johansson. What the fuck are you doing these days? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. I mean, just for that fact alone, we need to commend them on not casting Scarlett, right? (laughs) Yes. So well done movie. Yeah. Uh, But it's hard to believe that this movie earned a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb, a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, and an 85% on Metacritic. Yeah. And there is praise for, uh, sorry, and the praise for this film just sort of poured in. The Hollywood Reporter described it as a singularly delightful girlfriend movie with an attitude. I don't think they watch the same movie as us. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like that's an accurate description. <laughs> uh, and Variety reported that it's an exuberantly raw and up-close portrait of one of L.A.'s most distinctive sex trade subcultures. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know that I have any experience in that area, but... <laughs> yeah, same here. And it's like, you know, one thing is to show that accurately, but another thing is like, just give us a story about story that we care about. Right. Right. And I feel like that's the biggest problem for me is just like, at no point do I really care much about these characters. No. And I feel like I, and I feel like I should because they're, they're interesting. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm very intrigued as to like how these people came to be where they are today, but like, I'm with you. I did not sympathize with a single person in this film, except for maybe the wife of the cab driver. Like, I felt bad for her. Yeah, I want to know her story. (laughs) I mean, for sure. I want to know what happens to her after this shit went down. Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, So let's see. The movie went on to win several film festival awards, including the San Francisco uh, Film Critics Circle Award for Best Supporting Actress. Mm-hmm. which went to Maya Taylor. Maya Taylor, yeah. Um, she also received Breakthrough Actor from Gotham Independent Film Awards. And then the film also received the Traverse City Film Festival's Stanley Kubrick Award, which I tried to look up what the like qualifications were for that award, because it seems like that's maybe a bit too much for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be noted that no one can seem to agree on what the genre of this film belongs to. So Netflix built it as a dark comedy. Google lists it as a drama and crime film, which, what the fuck? Uh, no. Wikipedia categorized it as a comedy drama. So I feel like that maybe should have raised some flags and questions for people. Yeah. <laughs> to begin with. I mean, I think I would probably side with Netflix on this. If anything, I feel like it does kind of fit in the mold with the like dark comedy. I mean, there are definitely some scenes that like really made me laugh and in a very like strange, uncomfortable, upbeat kind of way, offbeat yeah. kind of way. But, but man, <laughs> I just, I felt so uncomfortable the whole time. Like, yeah. I yeah, I don't yeah. know. And and maybe it's because I'm a prude, I don't know, but I was just like, oh, everybody needs a shower. Like yeah. I just want to give every person here a bath cuz you all look <laughs> filthy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's hard to say if critics and audiences genuinely believe genuinely believed if this movie was a breakthrough for the industry or if maybe they were just too intimidated by the casting of a trans woman as uh, sorry, by the casting of trans women as lead roles to be more critical of this painfully long walk. Yeah. Through the dodgy streets of L.A. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either way, this is an hour and 20 minutes that we'll never get back in our lives. Nope. Yeah. So uh, our Netflix summary is 
fresh out of a stint in jail, transgender prostitute Cindy, S-I-N-D-E-E, and her pal Alexandra hit the, city, hit the crazy streets of L.A. to get revenge on her fickle pimp. I, uh, mm. I mean, this literally is like a, a plotless movie. Like, it's just following these women around L.A. And the only really driving force is that she's looking for this person. But it, even that is sort of like a passing need, you know? Yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, like, you know... I mean, the the description describes it perfectly, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this whole movie, our protagonist just spends pretty much walking angrily and saying bitch uh-huh. the whole time. And she, she's not really a great actress. No, she's uh, just angry. At all. Really yeah. angry. And, and, and I think you said it perfectly, like angry, but then completely disengaged the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Um, and then... On the other hand, you have her friend character, Alexandra, who's a much more interesting character. Uh And I much would have preferred just watching a movie about her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I was really intrigued by her until the very... Well, I did not appreciate having to listen to her sing the, like, most boring, slow song in all of the world. (laughs) Uh, Because I do think she had a really good voice, and she deserved better than that fucking song. Yeah. And... That fucking trope of like, yep, and she slept with your boyfriend. Like, come on. Like, can women not be around each other's, like, boyfriends and not dick each other over? Like, what the fuck, Hollywood? Come on. Be better than this. Yeah. Well, it's also like, you know, I I think the idea of casting trans women as the lead actresses is groundbreaking. Sure. Especially for a story like this. And, you know, you got to come in the movie for that. But yeah. at the same time, it's like we're still casting them in the roles of like prostitutes and stuff like that, right. which I mean, it, it's been done before and it's it's been done better. Yeah. before. Well, and it's not and it's not really portraying them in the most positive of ways. No. And it's like, you know, to me, it would be a lot more groundbreaking if they got a role where, you know, they were casted in a, a more positive role or something mm-hmm. that's, you know, truly groundbreaking. But, you know, yeah. like always, always casting these characters as like the prostitute or the drug addict or something like that. Like that's mm-hmm. to me, that's unfair. Yeah. Yeah. As these like broken people that live shitty lives. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that could be the reality of it. But, you know, yeah. it, it can't it can't be everyone's reality. I guess I also feel like. Hollywood has an opportunity to elevate people. And this is definitely one of those times where it's like, if, if the reality is that trans women and trans men don't have these types of opportunities to live normal lives, I totally appreciate wanting to highlight and focus on that. But I don't feel like that's what the message was in this movie. No, it seems almost exploitive, right? Like, and especially given the fact that it's a comedy. Yeah. Which yeah, it was just so strange. And I, I really disliked that it felt like every female character, with the exception of the cabbie's wife and her mother and her mother, they were all prostitutes. Every woman in this fucking movie was a prostitute. Yeah. And it's like, I just, I, I, I mean, again, I have zero um, experience with that sort of world. I don't know enough about L.A. to say whether or not that this is a prolific thing or not, but there's gotta be other women in the fucking world besides yeah, these prostitutes. Yeah. Well, like, and, and you know, it's the thing too, like, it, and it's not only just prostitution because like, it's not, we're not here to judge sure. women who do that for a living or something like that. But it's the fact that they're not nice to each other. No, right? they're like, terrible they're just, each other. They're just terrible to each other. Yeah. 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 But yeah. They, it's like, they even being 
friendly is still being shitty. I, yeah. I don't know. And I, yeah. um, in general, like I don't, I hold nothing against the women in those situations, but I don't, I don't think that the way we as a society understand prostitution is something that we can just be like, well, if we just legalize it, it makes all the problems go away because there is so much, so much violence against women in that particular field. And I know Mm -hmm. part of it is because they can't report without also putting themselves in sort of a bad situation with the police. But yeah, like I just, I I find it really hard to believe that this is something that women are like, yep, this is what I want to do with my time in my life is I want to let, Random strangers penetrate me on a regular basis, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I, and again, it's not, my judgment isn't on them or or the lifestyle. It's on the way everyone else kind of treats them, like the way their pimps treat them, the way their johns treat them. I just, it's a lifestyle that scares the shit out of me, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, before we jump into the actual movie... Our question for this one, Roberto, is what is your favorite movie about prostitution? (laughs) Because there's so So, many to choose from. (laughs) Yeah. So I actually had to Google this because I couldn't think (laughs) for the life of me of any prostitution movie other than Pretty Woman. Uh But I was thinking and I I had to end up searching for movies that had prostitutes as characters that didn't necessarily focus specifically on the act of prostitution. But I chose on Monster. That's what I chose too. Did you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I feel like our choices were pretty limited. Yeah. That's all right. (laughs) Yeah. But Monster's also like, it's such an amazing movie. It's, yeah, it's very good. It's so heartbreaking and hard to watch. But I mean, Charlize Theron, this is why she's, she's just my fave. Gosh, she's fucking amazing. She's so amazing. I, so I will say, um, I don't know if you knew much about Eileen uh, Warnos, the woman yes. that... Okay. I've seen her documentaries and everything. Yeah, she is a <laughs> yeah. terrifying individual. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. So I think the movie made her seem way more sympathetic than perhaps is fair. But I yeah. also feel like the situations that she found herself in required these like really heinous and drastic measures. Yeah. You yeah. know? Well, and I think I think one thing, because I know a lot of people definitely argue that. And, you know, the thing she did, we shouldn't be sympathetic to the acts that she committed because they were wrong. Right. But I think one thing that I find very interesting in the film is that I feel like the situations leading to like towards the end of the movie are very much kind of building a sense of like sympathy towards her. Mm -hmm. But then it transitions into her just becoming like this cold blooded murderer. Yeah. And then it finally just clicks to you like, like, whoa, like she's, she's lost it. Yeah. There is something that is not right with this woman. Yeah. I also think it's really interesting because I find myself doing this a lot, especially when it comes to female serial killers or female killers in general, is that we tend to paint them with a much more sympathetic viewpoint that like something awful must've happened to them to cause this to happen. But when it comes to men, like, there's still probably something really fucking horrible that put them in that position to begin with. But there's, like, no sympathy. People are just like, yeah, fuck that guy. Let him burn. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, like, you know, on that point, I always feel like when when we talk about male serial serial killers, it's always painted as a very – we're trying to make them scary. Like, we try to turn them into boogeymen. And, you know, if we start making them more human or more sympathetic, then it takes away from that Mm -hmm. fear. But I agree with you. For women, it's kind of the opposite. 
Yeah, it's fascinating that women aren't also this sort of like, I don't know, a tale of like treachery. I don't know. Like, and I guess to some degree they are right. And it's more in the sense of like, this is what happens when women get too much freedom. <laughs> like, yeah. a ta- a, like a warning against feminism somehow, <laughs> as opposed to just like, you know, lock your fucking doors at night because John Wayne Gacy may come in and fucking slit your throat, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, I think it's really fascinating that we, we tend to want to put women in these vulnerable positions. So when when these behaviors happen, that clearly illustrates that they're not vulnerable, right? They're not delicate flowers if they're out Correct. there killing mass, massive amounts of people. <laughs> that we try to make all these excuses to be like, yeah, but she is, though, because of all of these other things that happened to her. So she yeah. really is actually very delicate. <laughs> yeah, like like she's been oppressed, so, so yeah. you got to understand that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, she crazy. <laughs> She's just fucking crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also, um, so speaking of serial killers, because they, they're pretty interesting to me in general, but I think it's always fascinating that we try to um, find motivation behind everything. Yeah. When at the end of the day, it's like, they still did all these things. So does it really change anything? Does it really make a difference? And I think a lot of it is probably because we're trying to avoid making more people like that or falling into the same type of pattern somehow. Yeah. But it's never going to make any fucking sense to us because we are not criminally insane. Yeah. You know, like we're just not wired that way. Our solution yeah. isn't to go out and kill somebody. Yeah. So no matter what their reasons are, it's never going to be good enough. Yeah. And you're never going to know enough about like the human experience. Right. You know, people go through different shit in life. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Well, nobody dies in this one, so I guess it's okay. not really that important. <laughs> On a positive note. Yeah, I mean, aside from just my will to live, nothing <laughs> suffered, so. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really hard time taking notes on this movie because it didn't follow any particular storyline. It just no. was like... It's just like scene, scene after scene. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. like a day in the life of Cindy, you know? Yeah. And she's, oh, and there she's walking again. <laughs> and she's, she's on a mission. She's pissed off. Yeah. Um, so we get this opening where her and Alexandra are at this donut shop and they're sort of going back and forth. We, I mean, we're literally just thrown into this day. Yeah. On Christmas Eve. Which I didn't know until like an hour into the fucking movie that it was <laughs> Christmas time. <laughs> fucking LA with your beautiful weather. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, California. Uh, Shut up, California. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she's talking about, well, I guess, so she finds out that her boyfriend, who is also her pimp, is cheating on her with a cis woman. uh, So someone who was born female. Yeah. And she just sort of loses her shit. She'd been in jail for 28 days, I guess. Yeah. 28 whole days. Which I thought was going to be because of prostitution, but we find out later it's because she had possession of... Drugs in her weave. (laughs) Yeah. Was it marijuana? Heroin? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. at some point she smokes crack with that other bitch. The other bitch. That other that girl. <laughs> that bottom bitch. That bottom, <laughs> Jesus. That's how they described her, so. Oh, my God. Yeah, I yeah, I was very confused as to, like, what exactly was going on. Because it also <laughs> seems like this pimp guy does more than just traffics women, right? Like, he's also pushing drugs? Yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because at that one point when they're smoking uh, meth or whatever they're doing, is he says meth, that the, the shit is... I have no fucking clue. 
<laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh, this shit's so much better than the stuff I sell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we also find out that this woman that he's cheating on her with is white, so she loses her shit and wants to go fuck up all of L.A., I guess. Yeah. Mind you that this woman just came out of jail. Just <laughs> came out of jail. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. And I feel like we're just thrown into these two women that are practically yelling at each other. And yeah. And, like... I, I, it's just the weirdest friendship. They're calling each other bitch and they're saying all these terrible things to one another. It's just very confusing to me. Yeah, but they're friends. But they're, yeah, I guess they're friends. <laughs> then we also get these intercut scenes with the cabbie. And I, like, I was just like, what the fuck is up with this guy? Like, why do I give a shit? Unless he's yeah. going to turn out to be the boyfriend, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I think that was the assumption at the beginning. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, I, the fact that they just kept showing him. I, they certainly tried to make it seem like he was going to be a big deal. And I don't feel like he ever really was. Yeah. I mean, his story's interesting. Did I think it added value to the main story? Not really. No, it was like a whole separate story on its own. Yeah. It just kind of felt a little, a little out of place, a little forced. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of like my biggest criticism for this movie in general mm-hmm. is that it's one of those movies that I feel like tries a little too hard with everything. Yes. And just by doing that, you just kind of roll your eyes a little bit. For when sure. Shit happens. So this is also where I started to note, like, is there even a fucking script for this movie? Or did they just say, go out, have this interaction. Here's the basic things that need to happen and just yeah. do it. Like your boyfriend cheated on you. You're mad. Go. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just. There didn't seem to be any organization or structure to how things played out. They just sort of happened. And they were like, oh, we've captured it. Like, it's really happening. I'm like, or you just let some woman scream for an hour. Yeah. Because she didn't know what the fuck else to do. (laughs) Yeah. Scream with the most, uh, like, uninterested face on the planet. Oh, my gosh. She... It was like her words did not translate to the emotions on her face. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. It was funny because to me, like the scene towards like, it's like middle towards the end where she starts doing drugs. It's like, you're acting the exact same. And (laughs) I don't, I don't have much experience smoking crack, but I don't think people act exactly the same after they smoke crack. I I don't think so. (laughs) I have no idea. But she was just as over the top and with the same look on her face. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and there was literally no transition between when she was pissed off at this white girl to suddenly wanting to be her friend because she had cracked, <laughs> to making up with her boyfriend, to insulting the, the cab driver's wife. Like, it was all the same. She just yep. looked exactly the same, had the same tone, had the same volume, like, everything. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, <laughs> uh, insane. So this is also where I was like, Jesus Christ, we're 20 minutes in, and I... I just don't think I can do this. I don't think I can make it through this fucking movie. Uh, there's a there's a scene that's like literally just five minutes of her sitting on a bench smoking a cigarette and looking yeah. looking really judgy at everybody. I was like, what? that's what people do when they're mad. I guess I, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. I have no problems with being judgy. I'm a judgy person. I do that too. I don't need to have someone film me for five minutes sitting around not doing shit. Yeah. Like, that's not, this is not, ugh. <laughs> ah, it's terrible. I did appreciate the music though. 
I did as well. I thought the music selections were quite enjoyable. Yeah. It gave me like a very 80s kind of feel to it. Yes. A, a little, a, almost a little noir, which is maybe why Google's calling this a crime movie. <laughs> maybe. Maybe they actually thought that somebody died because <laughs> uh, they gave up halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, eh, I'm sure she kills her boyfriend at the end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I felt like the music was a nice little punctuation to things that were going on, because yeah. that was the only interesting thing happening with the music. <laughs> uh, this is also, so we're, you know, 30 minutes into this, and then I'm like, oh, it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Good to know, movie. Sure. I only really knew that because there was a drunk guys in the back of the cab that puked all over the place. Yeah, and they said it's Christmas Eve. Like six times. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I don't think there's a fucking script to this movie. <laughs> no. They're just like, you got to get in the back of that cab, get really drunk and sick, and talk about the fact that it's Christmas Eve. And you're like, got it. Yeah. I don't need anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Again, there's all these interactions that um, Cindy has and Alexandra also has. Sometimes, at like following each other other times in totally separate spaces. I don't have a fucking clue, but <laughs> my note just says there's a gaggle of sassy black women because why the fuck not? Yeah. That's that was literally the only thing I could pull out of this. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. There's no names. People yeah. are just yelling at each other. <sighs> yeah. And it's like, and I want to see more of Alexandra because she's actually a pretty interesting character. Yeah. She's the only thing that I'm like, Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. And yet they decide to focus mostly on her handing out flyers for her big uh-huh. performance. Yeah. Well, we do see her try to uh, turn a trick with some p- really pathetic looking white guy in a car. Oh, my God. Um, and <laughs> so he is unable to finish. Get it up. Has, even get it up. <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah. I couldn't even get it started, to be honest. Yeah. So he doesn't want to pay her. And yeah. they she beats the shit out of him right in front of yeah. his cops, which is amazing. I did think it was funny when she was just like, you forget, I got a dick too. And then goes after him. <laughs> oh, my God. But see, this is yeah. what I'm talking about, is that I feel like for any person that gets put into these um, sex worker positions. Yeah. You are in like such a vulnerable state that literally the worst shit could happen to you. And there's nobody there, right? Yeah. Like, and, not, you know, I understand that's why that's why a lot of these women end up with pimps is so that they get some sort of protection. But the fucking pimps are just as bad, if not worse. If not worse, yep. Ugh, terrible. Yeah. This is also where I questioned if every woman in this goddamn movie was a prostitute because we get the cabbie with that that other woman who who is a prostitute because yeah. everybody's a goddamn prostitute in this movie. <laughs> yeah. But... But she's a real woman, and when he discovers that, he's not happy. He does not appreciate that. <laughs> he is like, how dare you have a vagina? How dare you indeed, madam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also felt like this movie kind of seemed like it was flirting with being a really shitty porno. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. Just, like, r- bad dialogue, some, like, really awkward nudity. I, I don't know. I was just like, oh. And like I, you said, I just want everyone to shower. I just really wish everyone would take a shower. <laughs> like, yeah. But not together. No, just, yeah, go in your separate spaces, take a shower, <laughs> come back in five. <laughs> Although I will say that the the cis woman that was a prostitute, she was a good looking woman. I was like, damn, girl, like, 
you don't look like you've just gotten the shit kicked out of you recently. Unlike the blonde, every other the blonde girl. No, no, no. The um, the one that the caddy picked up. Oh yeah, she was. She was gorgeous. I was like, she was. I really thought that she was just trying to get a free ride somewhere. <laughs> so yeah. she was pretending to be a prostitute so that he yeah. would like take her to this party or something. Yeah, when I looked at her, I looked at Brent. I was just like, he, when he's like, "Oh, you're so pretty," I was like, "She is pretty. She is really pretty." Yeah, I thought you were talking about like the junkie blogger, and I was just <laughs> like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> no, I uh, I started calling her Helga because she looked like Helga from Hey Arnold to me. She I did. was like, "I can't with this woman." <laughs> I've written down the love child of Shelley Duvall with Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Minus any chin. She had, like, yes. no chin. It was so weird. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, but yes, the other woman was really, really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And so I did another time check. It was only 32 minutes. I'm like, no, it's only been 12 minutes. <laughs> uh, so bad. This is where you have to contemplate. Like, do I just go to Wikipedia and read the summary? I, I was really tempted to be like, I'm just going to lie and say I watched this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, so um, we find Dana, who is the Helga Hey Arnold chick. I, <laughs> I honestly, yeah. uh, uh, she's a rough looking woman. She is. Oh, God. I like this. She drags around as she's walking with one shoe. Oh my god! Across all of LA, I was so worried for her. <laughs> like <laughs> when, so she gets dragged out of this like den of prostitutes. Which Jesus Christ, I was not ready for old man penis in no. the middle of that shot. No. Um, and then just getting dragged down that street, I was like, oh my god, she's gonna throw in front of a bus, or she's gonna like. <laughs> Dad, like I was so yeah. concerned for her. But again, it was like what another ten minutes of like her just dragging her yelling oh bitch, and nothing really happened. Yeah, like she threw her into a fence a couple times, but yeah. it's like, what are you doing? You're just gonna drag this woman all over fucking yeah. LA, like. And it's like, and why is everyone who's watching just okay with this? Nobody does anything. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> It's like, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't happen, at least here. No, no, especially if people could recognize that it's a trans woman with a cis woman. Like, you better believe that someone would be like, that's not okay. Yeah, we we don't appreciate this around these bars. (laughs) We don't recognize that these are actually two women, so we better intervene. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How how dare you mess it one of God's creations? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... At the same time, uh, the cabbie picks up Alexandra, so our stories finally fucking intersect. Yeah, so he's one of her regulars. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So they go through the car wash and <laughs> do some really uncomfortable things that I was like, I did not, I did not need to see this much. <laughs> yeah, it was way too long of a shot that was going yeah. on there. But we got we we got a lot of the long shots in this movie. Yeah, yeah. This movie yeah. probably like. If I had my way, and I was in the editing room, this movie only would have been about 30 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) There are really only about, like, five scenes in the whole movie. (laughs) I mean, yeah, of stuff that really matters, there's maybe five scenes. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) But uh, we do see that he goes home to a wife and kid and, like, mother-in-law and a bunch of other women. I I don't know. And they're celebrating Christmas and eating food. Yeah. Yeah, They did have a cute dog. They did. And I also yeah. thought their, their daughter was pretty cute. I thought oh, she really, was cute. 
I felt really bad for his family. I mean, like yeah. I said, his wife is the only sympathetic character in this entire film. Yeah. And they show her for like a good five minutes. Yeah. And I just, ugh. yeah, I felt for her. So, yeah. So we go back to Cindy dragging Dana all over the fucking streets. And then this is the only part where I was like, holy crap, Cindy actually cares about Alexandra as a friend. She realizes yeah. she's late to her show, changes all of her plans and immediately goes there. Yeah. I'm like, Which okay. I guess is nice. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. You do at yeah. least care about something other than yourself. <laughs> yep, I agree with that. I also, like, the scene of just watching Alexandra wait for all of the people that she invited and nobody's there. Like, uh, <sighs> that broke my it, heart a little bit. It was it was so cringy, yeah, like, uh, <sighs> I know. I was like, people just show up, like, just go in. <laughs> I know. I was like, just do your thing. Who yeah. cares if no one's there, you know? Yeah. So, like, this is the one character I like in this movie. No. <laughs> for uh, now. For Yeah, for at least the next ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Cindy shows up. They go into the bathroom to get ready. And then uh, her and Dana do crack, cocaine, heroin. Whatever, whatever you do in that little Erlen Meyer flask. Little pipe. That, I assumed it was a crack pipe, but yeah. I obvious. I mean, <laughs> I clearly have a lot of experience with this information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was so strange. And it was, I kind of was like, okay, so they're friendly now? They're not friendly? They seem to be okay? Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. So we'll just go with it. Sure. Like, she even cleans her up at some point. Yeah. So, as, as much as you can, I guess. She's looking yeah. rough. <laughs> um, Alexandra sings the most boring fucking song ever. <laughs> Which is really unfortunate because I do think she had a really good voice, and I she would did. rather have heard any other song. In the yeah, world. And, and it's kind of heartbreaking that at the end you find out that she paid them to I let her know. sing. But it's I like, do, I do, unfortunately, feel like that happens a lot, especially with music industry stuff. Yeah, and even probably more so if you're not um, like cis normal, you know. Yeah. <sighs> so I really thought that they were going to have us listen to more than one song. I was like, they oh, didn't. no, they didn't, thank God. But I was like, yeah. no, yeah. no, don't do this to me. Yeah. I did think it was funny when the, um, when Dinah, whatever her name was, gave her critique on the bus. She, yeah, like she, uh, she was like, well, I am a singer myself. I'm like, yeah. honey, no, don't even pretend like you put anything in, like anything comes out of your mouth other than come. Like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, God. Sorry, that was way too much. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a visual person. <laughs> uh, so they finally uh, find Sandy's pimp, boyfriend, whatever, Chester. Yeah. Who's, like, the epitome of, like, douche. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, he's, like, every white dude from high school that thought he was a gangster. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just a big-time asshole. Yeah. And he's at the donut shop, and I was just like, you shouldn't have done this at the donut shop, because I'm going to be distracted the whole time staring I at them I know. Donuts. I was like, god damn it, I really want a donut now. And I felt yep. really bad for the woman that was working there, because she was yeah. just like, guys, shut <laughs> up. Just, like, shut. It's a place of fucking business. Yeah. <laughs> like, just let me sell my donuts. <sighs> I also really <laughs> did not appreciate how he tried to pretend, like, as a pimp, his job is really fucking hard. Like, yeah. fuck you, dude. 
you. Like, you don't have to do shit. These women are putting yeah. in all of the risks, all of the work, and you're just sitting back collecting money from them like a goddamn asshole. Yeah. No. When she asked him, like, where's my Christmas gift? And he was like, well, I'm taking care of the business. That's your gift. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. I also think that it's really weird that she gets all indignant that he's been cheating on her. I'm like, you're a prostitute. So what do yeah. you define as cheating? Exactly. Because I I feel like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. not really fair for me to judge in that capacity, but. But like what you do for a living. Yeah. So because hmm. he didn't get paid to do it, that makes it cheating? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Ugh, and his description of like, well, sometimes I have to test merchandise. Ugh. 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 Gross. No, don't don't refer to women as merchandise, no. please. No. No. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so shit kind of hits the fan at donut time. The cabbie shows up there looking for Cindy. Like, dude, read the room. Yeah. This is not well, the time to try and solicit. Like, yeah, yeah. and he also the other thing, like his mother in law ends up finding him there. Uh-huh. It's like, are we really that? Are, is the cat community really, really that connected? That and how to put exactly where someone is. The fact, I guess, the fact that everybody that he works with, everybody else from that cab company, apparently knows what he's doing. Yeah, that's also really concerning. Like, it is. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. And then, but uh, one, one thing I do have to admit, though, was like this whole scene at the donut shop was making me chuckle a little bit. Like it was yeah. getting so hectic. Oh the only gosh. thing that was kind of annoying me was Cindy because her acting is terrible. Yeah. But um, like the whole scene I thought was kind of a, a little funny. It was way over the top. But I also <laughs> yeah. felt like the antagonizing that these women did to the other women was really shitty. Yeah. You like know? especially like to the cab driver's wife when she arrived yeah i'm like come on you you guys seriously can't have any sympathy for this woman going through the same fucking thing that you are finding out that somebody's cheating on you like and her husband's not a pimp and he's supposed to be straight and he's married to her and they have a kid right yeah so i was i would have liked it more if i felt like the women took out their frustration where they belonged. Yeah. Well, and the other thing was too, like even um, Alexandra's character, who uh, up to this point I was really liking, like she said a comment to the cab driver, something along the lines of like, oh, like you didn't even ask how my performance went tonight. And it was just like, bitch, now's not the time. Yeah. (laughs) Like. (laughs) The amount of self-involvement that each of these characters had, it was just astounding. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So they eventually all get thrown out of donut time. Uh, the cabbie and his wife have this big fallout in public, which is awful. That little girl's yeah. there. I, ugh, I didn't enjoy that so much. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty sad. I guess Cindy kind of makes up with her boyfriend, and they are getting engaged, or they were going to be engaged until she got yeah. arrested. I don't know. It's just fucking weird. Something like that. But and then we find out he's having an affair with. <laughs> He had an affair with Alexandria. Apparently everybody's fucking everybody. Yeah. I and this is where I was kind of like, really? We had to fall back to this old bullshit trope. Like we couldn't she couldn't yeah. just be a good friend because that's what she is. Yeah. Like, God damn like, it. You know, like up to this point, she's one of the few only sympathetic characters in the movie. Yeah. And then now it's just like, like, no, like Yeah. And she was so insistent of, like, I don't want to be in anybody's drama. Like, as soon as things get weird, I'm out. And she's just just as guilty. Yep. 
Yeah. So uh, we get like one more, I guess two more scenes. Um, They have this big falling out, Alexandra and Cindy, which again, it's like, I understand you're mad at your friend, but fuck that dude. Like, he's an asshole, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the cheesy dialogue, like, oh, it didn't mean anything. Yeah, it was just, just like, one ah, time. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, just stop. Yeah, just admit that you fucked up, say you're yeah. sorry, and say you want to fix it. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, And so this is, we, you know, we get that whole interaction with these asshole guys who throw urine on her, which is disgusting and awful. And I was just like, what is the point of this movie? Like, everybody's lives is totally fucked at the end of this happy fucking holidays like yeah what the shit well, and, and the other thing that i really hated about that scene is that okay i don't sympathize with these characters right and especially no. with cindy's character right and if you want to give me a movie where you're giving me a protagonist that you're supposed to be unsympathetic with that's fine mm-hmm. but then we have all this crap go on and then we have this one scene at the end which has like some transphobic moment in it mm-hmm. and it's like you're doing this to try to make me sympathize at the end of this movie with this character no you right. don't get to do that movie right yeah no i totally agree i was like yeah. so we went this entire movie setting up who this person is and now we're supposed to feel bad because the world is a you know full of bigots. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it sucks, but it doesn't make her any better of a person. <laughs> no, not at all. Ugh. I also didn't appreciate that. That's what like fixed things between her, like her and Alexandra. It's like so the only thing that keeps their friendship as alive is the fact that they both are trans women facing like, adversity, sh- yep. shitty people in the world. That's what the hell kind of message is that? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And the thing is, too, like, just because you go through some tough shit in life, that doesn't mean you're a good person. (laughs) No, it also doesn't mean that you're indebted to stay with somebody as a friend just because you've been through some stuff together. Yeah. Agree. I also felt like everybody in this movie should have had an STD. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. At least one, if not more. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe, you know, an overdose on crack. I, I just was like... There is no way that all of these people are healthy, functioning individuals. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. That's the whole movie. It was like a pretty short movie, but it felt like fucking forever. It did. It did. Um, So what are your overall thoughts? Oh, well. (laughs) If they aren't completely clear. (laughs) uh, Clearly, I adored this movie. It was just (laughs) groundbreaking. Um, Yeah. No, I (laughs) obviously had some pretty strong opinions. I appreciate that they tried to do some new stuff. I appreciated that they cast trans women as trans women. I appreciated that they wanted to try and give this like little glimpse of, you know, a day in the life of, of being on the streets of LA and prostitution. I just don't think it was handled with any sort of grace or dignity. And Mm -hmm. especially when you're already talking about a a subculture that already has all of this like grittiness and trashiness associated with it. I don't need another excuse to feel better than these people, you know? Yeah. So I just, I think I would have appreciated if they could add a little more humanity to it. Yeah. I think that's what was missing for me. I agree with that. And you know, I mean, I'm 100% with you on that. And I feel like that last scene to me kind of sealed the deal because it was, Kind of like within the last five minutes, they're trying to teach us a lesson about mm-hmm. trying to sympathize with these characters who have a rough life. And it's like, no, like, I 
don't sympathize. And I don't want to sympathize with them. Right. Yeah. And I think one of the things to me is like, I, I agree with you. I like the fact that it's groundbreaking in the sense that, you know, we're casting trans actresses as trans characters and, you know, they, they got two women who were rookies and mm-hmm. I thought um, Maya Taylor was a really good actress. I in also the movie. thought so. Yeah. Um, I felt the other one, not so much. Agreed. But, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of people might've viewed like, I can't say this movie's not good because it's going to make me transphobic. And right. that's not the case. Like you need to judge this movie like any other movie. Right. And the fact is like, I don't, I don't think it was great. Like, I don't think that it had a great story to it. I think it was just a bunch of scenes of, you know, the, our protagonist kind of pouting and, mm-hmm. and bitching and complaining and, you know, if, if the moral of the story was that, you know, these people have, you know, they go through all this shit and they don't have easy lives. But then we also have to remember that they're going through a lot of transphobia and bigotry and all that kind of stuff. It's just like, no, yeah. you don't you don't get to do that. You decide earlier in the movie if this is what you want to yeah. want to tackle. I agree. If that was really the thing they wanted to focus on of like they have really hard lives. So that makes them really hard people. You need to be more clear about that and consistent throughout the whole movie because the only, yeah. literally the only time that we faced any transphobia was the very end. Yeah. Like everybody else seemed to be, for the most part, pretty accepting of these women. Yeah. So at least on the surface, you know, to, yeah. it's hard to say which, any further Which than in that, turn but, I think would have probably, would have probably made it kind of refreshing because, yeah. you know, not to say that transphobia doesn't exist, but if they had a movie and they didn't focus at all on it, mm-hmm. that to me would have been kind of a little more refreshing. But then at the end it's like, oh, by the way, it's like, yeah. it's like, like no movie, like you, you don't get to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and actually I, you know, that was the thing is I was, I was ready to commend this movie for taking, you know, throughout the entire thing, they hadn't really like had the transphobic piece of things. So I was like, yeah. okay, so we're, you know, at least focusing on something else, which is great. I want to see that. I, I appreciate that we're, we're taking these characters that um, at the end of the day, just want to be treated like women and we're treating them like women. That's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the last five minutes, just fuck all of that. Cause <laughs> that's not really what we're doing anymore. Like, I, yeah. 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 It's frustrating. Yeah. So I didn't pick any sort of game to play with this movie because I was so enraged at the end of it. I was just like, God damn it. <laughs> at <laughs> least it's like over. <laughs> I, le- I think we've said en- enough about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, any other final thoughts before we close out? I feel like this is going to be one of our shortest episodes. <laughs> no. Um, uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, would you recommend this to anybody? <laughs> um... I mean, I feel like there are definitely people who would appreciate a movie like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I know any. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't say, like, I wouldn't, I, I don't think I would tell people, like, oh, you got to go watch this movie. Yeah. 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 I'm in the same boat. I mean, I, I don't I don't completely hate it, but I don't really think it's a great movie. And I feel like it's very, the reactions were very overblown. Yeah. Yep. Totally agree. I I wouldn't even know who to recommend this to. Yeah. Like, if I were to just make up a person, I wouldn't even know the, like, the characteristics of that person that wouldn't, like, enjoy this movie. I I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I guess apparently the people over at Metacritic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 85%, Mater. I I don't understand. I don't get it. 85. That's way too high. Way too high. Yeah. I would have said maybe 30. 30 to 40. (laughs) 
And I feel like even that's maybe generous. (laughs) I agree. (sighs) All right. Well, that's it for us, guys. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher if you can still stand us after this movie. Uh, Leave us a rating and review on iTunes. If you like the show, you can also follow us on Facebook at Howie Netflix to see what movies we'll be watching next. Let us know your thoughts on our films or make suggestions of what you'd like us to review. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I may have to pretend to go into labor just to get through this. Like, okay. So please, please say that when we record. <laughs> It'll be like, okay, so we're going to talk about tangerine. Oh, sorry. I'm having a baby. Got to go. <laughs> and that's all you need to know. And that's it. That's the yeah. whole movie. Yeah.